What is happening then, peoples? Uh, welcome back to the Nerdic Pro Podcast. Here on Anchor and Spotify Podcasts, where today um, I'm going to be talking to you guys a bit, as I normally do, about All Elite Wrestling. Um... Before we do get into that, uh, for those of you who are new to the Nerdic Pro podcast, my name is indeed, as per usual, Bobby Effin Salazar, and I will be your host for today's podcast here on Anchor and Spotify. Um, I... I'm going to talk a bit about AEW for the time being because you look at how stacked that roster actually is, right? You look at how stacked the All Elite Wrestling roster actually is, right? If slash when Tony Khan actually gets to a point of recreating WWE and introducing some budget cuts, right? Who will be more deserving to actually stay in AEW and who will be more deserving to leave AEW? All Elite Wrestling. I've thought about this the past uh, couple of days um, and just trying to make another episode of these sporadic podcast series here on Anchor and Spotify. Um, and to say the least, obviously AEW's roster is fucking huge now. Right, um, and there's got to come a time in AEW where management in AEW and Tony Khan thinks, you know what, the locker room is far, far too big, right? Someone or multiple people have to fuck off at some point. Um, and... That's had me thinking. Who is more deserving to stay within All Elite Wrestling and who is more deserving to leave All Elite Wrestling? Because you look at back, when was it, in February with Tony Khan's acquisition of Ring of Honor, right? That's only increased the locker room to a much bigger extent than what it actually already was at that point. Um, And I think the only reason why you have people like Claudio Castagnoli, formerly known as Cesaro, Chris Jericho, and Samoa Joe all have Ring of Honor titles or in Claudio Castagnoli's case, 
have had Ring of Honor titles since Tony Khan's acquisition of Ring of Honor is because Tony Khan is booking AEW and ROH through his fantasy booking because he wants to see people like, obviously, CM Punk and Chris Jericho and Claudio Castagnoli and John Moxley, uh, etc., all in the main event title picture. Uh, all people see people like Brian Danielson and fucking uh, Wheeler uh, Wheeler Utah, Daniel Garcia, um, MJF, etc. All again being the main event title picture, right? For the whether it be the AEW or the ROH title, um, or in Daniel Garcia's and Wheeler Utah's case, the ROH Pure title. Do you know what I mean? And again, let's not forget, like before I actually do forget, FTR, obviously again, Grand Slam WWE Tag Team Champions. They're the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Uh, just thought of that. And uh, yeah, so uh, so yeah, um, it's the case of... Um, bear me two seconds, let me just turn a light on somewhere. As the room that I'm in is actually relatively dark. Um, right, so yeah, um... It's the case of Tony Khan is booking AEW and up to this point, Ring of Honor um, through his own fantasies. Do you know what I mean? Um, So obviously you've had Chris Jericho, right? Let me just write this down. Chris Jericho, first ever... AEW champ. Champ. At the time of recording this podcast, um, he's the ROH world champion. Champ. Been in the main event picture. In the main event picture. Main event picture. Hang on. Picture since day one in AEW. In AEW. In AEW. Um, AEW was built around Chris Jericho and various others. Um, AEW was built. Up around Chris Jericho. I'll just put Y2J for the time being. Because obviously you had, like, in the very early days of AEW three years ago, you obviously, like, the main event picture at the time was Hangman Adam Page and Chris Jericho, right? Obviously, not too long afterwards, you had you obviously threw in the likes of John Moxley and Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes, etc. But in the first couple of shows, it was just Chris Jericho and Cowboy Shit, Hangman Adam Page. Uh, so, yeah. Um, like, I was built up around YTJ at the start. The start. Um, 
uh, Claudio Castagnoli. Obviously, at the time of recording this, the former. Former ROH champion. One. And so one. ROH title from Jonathan Gresham from the Octopus Jonathan Gresham uh, Jonathan Gresham in first ROH match match in what was it 12 years Um, beat Zack Sabre Jr. Beat Zack Sabre Jr. Jr. in surprise debut match. Debut match. At Forbidden Door. Which wasn't actually a half bad match to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, forbidden Door to replace Ryan Danielson. Ryan Danielson, a uh, member of the Blackpool Combat Club. Member of the Blackpool Combat Club Combat Club um, Samoa Joe Joe ROH Hall of Famer Hall of Famer um, at the time of recording, he's the current ROH World Television Champion. ROH World TV Champion. After I believe he took it off, uh, Minoru Suzuki beating Minoru Suzuki. Suzuki, the Japanese wrestling legend. That is Minoru Suzuki. Um, and yeah, um, feud with Jay Lethal. With Jay Lethal. Sanjay Dutt. What's his face? Uh, Satnam Singh. Or something in it. That AEW's version of uh, Omos. Um, and yeah, so... Personally, I think with the success of just these three guys, of... 
Chris Jericho, Claudio Castagnoli, Samoa Joe. Um, who else? I mean, the problem is with AEW, you look at the amount of X. WWE talent that's actually on that roster, right? Um, John Moxley again, he's another one. First ever three-time AEW World Champion, World Champ. First ever three-time AEW world champ. Carried AEW. AEW through the pandemic era. Through pandemic era. Era of AEW. Um, defended. IW. The New Japan Pro Wrestling RWGP US title several times. Later on losing it to uh, Lance Archer on an episode of Dynamite, I think it was. Um, member of the Blackpool Combat Club. Of Blackpool... Combat Club. Um, really good feud with Kenny Omega. Good Kenny Omega feud. Omega feud. Um, so far. Good feud with MJF. With MJF. Really good feud with CM Punk. Really good CM Punk. Feud. Really good CM Punk feud. Um... Um, and yeah, obviously, when was it? Title Tuesday, um, at the time we recorded this podcast, last Tuesday, um, he had a match with Hangman Adam Page, Cowboy Shit, Hangman Adam Page, um, hang on, let me write that down, right? Had a... Do I call it a fluke match? I'm not going to go as far and be an asshole and call it a fluke match because obviously with what happened to Hangman, to Hangman Adam Page and what actually caused him to gain the concussion that he actually ended up gaining out of out of that match with uh, John Moxley, right? To an extent, wasn't either man's fault um so yeah um excuse me had a oh uh, what word do i use to describe it? what fucking adjective do i use to describe this match 
Um, had a match that didn't be like a match that wasn't what he was hyped up to be. Had a match, yep. Had a match that didn't go as planned. Go as planned. With Hangman. Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page on AEW. Title. Tuesday. He was the GCW. World champion. And all the game changer wrestling. World champion. While still with AEW, um, last ever person contracted, tracked to AEW, allowed to work for GCW. To work for GCW. And as far as Jim Cornette's concerned, as much as I actually listen to the drive through and the Jim Cornette Experience podcasts, and as much as um, I want to call myself a fan of... I am a fan of Jim Cornette, but I'm not a die-hard follow-him-off-the-cliff fan. Um, I don't agree with the fact that how he was calling, uh, especially in the most recent episode of the Jim Cornette Experience, which was, I believe, episode 454 of the Jim Cornette Experience. And I would presume that he's done it in multiple other um, podcasts, whether it be the experience or the drive-thru, calling... um, GCW Game Changer Wrestling of Garbage Championship Wrestling as if truth be told I do watch a bit of GCW and I would say that I'm a fan do you know what I mean? Not because that I'm a fucking massive like Deathmatch fan which I am um, or a fan of people like Nick Gage Joey Janela and fucking Nick Wayne do you know what I mean? Which I am as well but uh, yeah you know um but yeah, like you look at John Moxley, just the notes I've got down from Mox, right? First ever three-time AEW World Champion, carried AEW on his back through the pandemic era, defended the IWGP US heavyweight title several times on AEW TV, right? Member of the Blackpool Combat Club, really, really good feud with Kenny Omega um, over the AEW World title. Um, so far, good feud with MJF, uh, really good CM Punk feud, had a match that didn't go as planned with Hangman Adam Page on AEW title Tuesday last week, GCW world champion, while still with AEW, last ever person contracted to AEW are actually allowed to work for GCW, right, uh, more details on that will be coming out at a later podcast, um, so, yeah, um, 
The thing is, just these four guys that I've actually got notes down of, of Chris Jericho, Leo Cho, uh, Chris Jericho, Claudio Castagnoli, Samoa Joe, and John Moxley, they've all been fairly relatively entertaining, right? Obviously, you've got guys like Brian Danielson, uh, Wheeler Utah, MJF, right? Brian Danielson. Right? Um... Massive pop, pop, uh, all out, uh, 2021 debut, um, five star matches, five star matches, the match, these matches do not actually go towards the Salah star rating system. Uh, they are just how Dave Meltzer rated them. Uh, with Kenny Omega, Omega, and Hangman, Adam Page, Hangman Adam Page, um, Christ, uh, literally within the first couple of weeks of him actually wrestling on AEW TV. Uh, he'd already competed for, the at the time, uh, Kenny Omega's uh, AEW World title. Um, Five-star match. Uh, he had a match later on for Hangman, uh, Hangman Adam Page's uh, AEW World title. Five-star match once again. Fucking brilliant match. Uh, brilliant matches with the likes of Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. Um, member of the Blackpool Combat Club, right? Of Blackpool Combat Club. Pool Combat Club. Combat Club. Um, really, really good promo segments. Really good promos. Slash great on the mic. On the mic. Um, let me think. Um, and then you you got Brian Danielson, who's uh obviously had a feud with John Moxley. Um, hang on, so feud with John Moxley, Moxley, which. Culminated. Nated. At. A. W. Revolution. In February. So Feb. 2022. At the hands. Of debuting. William Regal. Uh, so, yeah. Um, had a feud with John Moxley, which culminated at AEW Revolution in February of 2022 at the hands of the debuting uh, William Regal. Um, in... Um, lost... 
to John Moxley. Uh, AEW Grand Slam. In AEW World Title Tournament. World Title. Whilst. Being. Stable mates. In the Blackpool Combat Club. Combat. Whilst being stable mates in the Blackpool Combat Club. So yeah, um, just the notes I've got down with the, what, one, two, three, four, five wrestlers I've actually got down. Chris Jericho, first ever All Elite Wrestling World Champion, current Ring of Honor world champion, been in the main event picture since day one in AEW, AEW was built uh, up around Chris Jericho at the start and currently still is, Claudio Castagnoli, the former Ring of Honor world champion, won ROH title from the Octopus Jonathan Gresham in first ROH match in 12 years, Beat Zack Sabre Jr. in surprise debut uh, match uh, for Billing Door to replace Brian Danielson, the injured Brian Danielson, member of the Blackpool Combat Club, Samoa Joe, uh, Ring of Honor uh, Hall of Famer, current uh, at the time of recording this podcast, current Ring of Honor World Television Champion after beating Minoru Suzuki, feud with Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh. John Moxley, first ever three-time AEW World Champion, carried AEW on his back through the pandemic era of AEW and professional wrestling, defended the IWGP, the New Japan Pro Wrestling IWGP United States heavyweight title several times on AEW TV, member of the Blackpool Combat Club, really good feud with Kenny Omega, so far great feud with MJF, really good feud with CM Punk, had a match that didn't go as planned with Hangman Adam Page uh, on AEW title Tuesday for the AEW world title. Had that injury to, to Hangman Adam Page uh, last week on um, AEW title Tuesday. I guarantee you that would have been a Dave Meltzer five, uh, like five plus star match. Guarantee fucking tell you. I'd have happily have rated that match five stars any day of the week. But obviously that concussion that um, Hangman Adam Page ended up suffering unfortunately couldn't couldn't actually get to that uh get will soon hangman adam page uh gcw the game changer wrestling world champion whilst uh under contract with aew last ever person uh contracted to aew actually allowed to work for gcw after john moxley dropped the gcw world title to uh nick gage a couple of weeks back Brian Danielson, massive pop at All Out 2021 debut. Five-star matches with the likes of Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. Member of the Blackpool Combat Club. Really good promos slash great on the mic. Um, feud with John Moxley, which uh, culminated at AEW Revolution in February of 2022, earlier on this year. <coughs> Excuse me, at the hands of the debuting William Regal. Lost to John Moxley. At AEW Grand Slam 
in AEW World Tide from Tournament with, uh, whilst being stablemates in the Blackpool Combat Club, right? With stats like these to the guys like Chris Jericho, Claudia Castagnoli, Samoa Joe, John Moxley and Brian Danielson, right? These are definitely wrestlers that I do believe actually are in a more of a deserving posi position to actually stay within All Elite Wrestling than the likes of Willow Nightingale, than the likes of QT Marshall, uh, Nick Camarado. Um, and I mean, we've got to come out and say the Dark Order, because realistically, apart from a few segments with Hangman Adam Page, right, since the unfortunate loss of the late great Brody Lee, formerly known as uh, Luke Harper. Um, the Dark Order haven't really done a lot, have they? Do you know what I mean? They really have not done a lot, have they? Do you know what I mean? Uh, apart from a couple of segments here and there, they've all mainly been in the very low undercard on Dynamite slash Rampage. <coughs> Excuse me. Or in the lower mid-card of Dark and Dark Elevation. Do you know what I mean? Um, and again, you have guys like Darby Allen who have slipped down the ranks. To an extent, Jay Lethal, what the fuck's he doing in, in AEW? Do you know what I mean? Because since he turned up, he ain't really done a, he ain't really done, done a great deal of stuff, has he? Do you know what I mean? Um, and, uh, yeah, so... Um, but yeah, obviously you, you got guys like Wheelie, uh, uh, Brian Danielson, uh, Chris Jericho, uh, the guys in the Jericho Appreciation Society. Guys like that who are doing like a great deal of stuff. All Ego, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky. I mean, Frankie Kazarian's still contracted with uh, AEW. Yeah, he's been the Impact X Division champion recently. Cashed in uh, option C for the X Division title, which had to mean that he had to surrender the X Division title to cash in for a shot at Josh Alexander's Impact Wrestling World Championship. Uh, while still on the contract with AEW, um, and again, Frankie Kazarian, he ain't really done a great deal of stuff since the demise of uh, SCU. Um, a couple of years ago, where was it? Late twenty twenty, was it? Because, because uh, I remember it being a still behind uh, closed doors at the time. Um, Christopher Daniels again, he's the same. He's winning world titles in other companies. I I don't know whether or not he still is, but I know that he um, went on to Defy, uh, Defy Wrestling, uh, based over in the Seattle area of the uh, United States, of the Seattle Washington area. Um, and ended up winning the Defy Wrestling World Championship. I, I, I don't know for the life of me whether or not he actually still is the Defy Champion, but I know that he has been, um, like recently. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so yeah, like again, the Briscoes, are they contracted to AEW or are they freelancers now? Because they seem to be winning shit left, right, and center. Right, um, obviously winning the 2022 NWA Crockett Cup. Um, wh what was it? Two reigns with the uh, GCW World Tag Team titles, won it. 
excuse me, um, reigns with the House of Glory tag titles, etc. Right, and so yeah, like again, like winning tag titles in companies like House of Glory, uh, the NWA Crockett Cup, uh, of twenty twenty two. Tag titles in House of Glory, GCW, and Impact, right? Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so, but uh, yeah, um, the more I think about it, the more it's like, what the fuck, right? Um, I'm gonna be noting some more stuff down to be like, who is more deserving to be in AEW than others. Just by going through statistics, whilst well, just going just going through statistics of their career in AEW, right? Um, and yeah, um, the Varsity Blondes—they're another team that have like you look at um, not Brian Pillman Jr. Who's the other one? Griff Garrison, right? He was—he just came in like um, into AEW. Um, as an uh, enhancement talent, right? And they ended up becoming the number one tag team. They ended up becoming the number one ranked tag team. And now look where they are. Fucking nowhere to be seen. Do you know what I mean? Because um, I've said this for fucking ages on God knows how many uh, episodes of the Nerdic Pro podcast that a lot of the people in AEW, in the main event picture... The people that you constantly, the people that you actually constantly see on Dynamite and on Rampage are ex WWE. Do you know what I mean? This what this is what takes the piss with Tony Khan and AEW, right? Tony Khan is fantasy booking, being the head of creative for AEW, purely based on the on the lifestyle that that he wants AEW to live. The people that were big names in WWE, right? But slowly drifted uh, drifted away from that big name um, character in WWE into a to an extent like low life in WWE into someone who's come to AEW to fulfil and regain uh, their main event constant in the like in the fans' eyes uh, tenure. In orderly wrestling AEW. This is why I think that Tony Khan takes the piss with that. However, I am going to end this podcast here after just, well, 34 minutes, 51 seconds at the minute. Um, but uh, yeah, however, thank you very much, guys, for listening to this podcast. Um, my name has, as per usual, been Bobby Salazar. And I shall be seeing you guys later on. I shall be seeing all you a lot later. Thank you very much for listening. Some more of my thoughts about AEW and Tony Khan and ex-WWE guys and who I think is more deserving to actually stay within AEW than others and who is more deserving to actually... Uh, Say to Tony Khan, Jim Cornette's famous line of thank you, fuck you, bye. Um, and uh, yeah, so and actually end up leaving AEW, um, like again, through using Jim Cornette's famous quote of thank you, fuck you, bye. So yeah, um, 
So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name has, as per usual, been Bobby Salazar. Thank you very much for once again joining me here on Anchor and Spotify Podcast. I shall be seeing all you guys later on. See you all later. Goodbye.